0: Why is he fighting fighting this? Why what, what 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 is his goal? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Yo, 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 welcome back to the immigrant section. Wherever you're listening and watching, make sure to smash that subscribe, follow button, whatever it is, and that's that. Today in the studio, actually zooming in for the final podcast of the year. A uh, good friend of mine, actually, the first Sudanese comic I ever met, and he claims he's the first, but well, we'll figure that yep. out. Yo, I give am. it up for
1: Ahmed Abdurrahman. Woo! Yeah! Wait, should it be like clapping? Are you gonna like put that no, in No, 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 that's it. Oh, just take okay. the silence,
0: bro. You're used to the silence, right?
1: <laughs> I am. I'm so used to the silence, man. I like, I, I miss it. I miss the, the silence bro. of the crowd. <laughs> Let me just right off the top. Uh, I like
0: that. I like your uh, uh, your prison beard. Your prison beard is coming. It's a, it's it's a cross between a prison beard and a and a convert, you know, like well, when someone converts to Islam.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I feel like I'm a born again uh, Muslim anyways. I, I've been praying again. I've been uh, doing a lot better this year. Actually, 2020 has been a great year for me. Uh, you know, like coronavirus is been really well for me. I'm vegan now. Uh, Are you
0: serious? You're vegan, bro, (laughs) bro. I was in California in February right before Corona. I saw you. You had cornrows. Now you buzzed your hair, grew a beard and are vegan. What the fuck happened, bro? Did you? Oh, was there a near death experience?
1: (laughs) No, no. Kobe died. (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Salute to the yeah, the mamba. Yeah, Black Mamba. So once that happened, you know, it changed up the game, you know, like uh, 2020 has been one of those years where it's like you just can't be like the same as you were before, you know, like once everything, everything started going to hell, everything started going to shit. I was like, well, I got to change up, man, because the way I am, I probably won't survive this, you know? Like, damn, uh, I
0: get everything, but vegan? What what why vegan? I mean, I get bro, my girl's vegan, so it's like I'm already having a, a semi-vegan diet all the time. Well, yeah. Uh, I just yeah. get I'll get one of those like, you know those like 8.99 uh barbecue chickens you get at a grocery store?
1: Yeah, I'll yeah. I'll just
0: rip ha- a quarter of it and add it to her vegan thing. So it's nice. still kind of vegan, but I got my bird, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, you know, it, it's vegan on the weekends. You yeah, know? exactly. Wait, what wait, we'll call that. How'd you go vegan, bro? Are you repenting? What? No. Vegan? So, yeah, I'm full vegan. I'm, I'm full vegan. Um, and first off, let me just say, like, it's definitely a great decision, like a great choice uh, for me. For me, I don't I don't tell people to, you got to go vegan um because i don't care what you do with your body it doesn't really matter to me um (laughs) seriously i don't get that's the thing you know like i like i like it because i feel great like i actually feel i'm healthier than i've ever been in my life i've never been this healthy ever you feel good you feel great i feel good i feel good physically mentally uh, emotionally. But then I look at my wallet and then I'm like, financially, I'm still fucked.
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Isn't it funny how vegan restaurants and vegan
1: meals are weirdly more expensive? Like what the fuck? Because it's like such a new industry and then it's becoming more popular now. That's why, you know? So like when people go and buy it, they're like, oh, this is the only like most places like Oakland has a lot of vegan restaurants, San Francisco does, but you go like, um, and I'm t- for those of you who don't know the Bay area, I'm talking Bay area cities, but you go to places like Hayward, there's like no vegan restaurant. So like people from Hayward have to come to Oakland to go to the vegan restaurant. And then like, the, that's, it's going to be like an $18 burger, but they already drove over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, the committed.
0: They're committed. They're yeah. committed, bro. You know, and, and Oakland's not even dangerous anymore. Huh? You no, go to, people are going to Oakland to get vegan options, man. It's changed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. wow, <laughs> oh, Yeah. It's always been like that. You came when it was in the bro, middle. I was yeah. West
0: West. When I came, it was you could you could live in West Oakland and take Bart or whatever into San Francisco. But everyone's like, oh, East Oakland's still fucked.
1: Yeah, no, it's all the same. It's yeah. it, like, I mean, that you know, it, like it, Oakland, no matter how much it changes, it's still going to be the same for the most part. Um, but back to the vegan thing, i I actually want to explain this to you. Um, <laughs> OK, go for it. I'm sure like, you know, as, I'm sure, you know, like a bunch of Sudanese people who are diabetic, right? Probably in your family, too. Yeah, at least. my mom, See, my mom they're... and
0: everyone I've ever known. And my dad has high blood pressure, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Every I, like. I, um, Almost every Sunni person I know is diabetic. My dad has diabetes. It took away, uh, like, most of his eyesight. Like, I, I help him out. I, I, I live with him. I take care of him as best as I can. My mom, earlier this year, broke her leg. Uh, she broke her foot. And, and it, it doesn't said, heal well. It doesn't heal well, right? Not at all. Not at all. Actually, when they took her to the hospital, um, like, it was so inflamed uh, because, like, her her diabetes and blood sugar and all that went up that they couldn't risk cutting it open and doing surgery because she could have went into a coma. That's how bad it was. Um, awesome. so like, yeah. Like that, like that alone was not for me to look at my own diet and be like, okay, I have to change something. So in January I went vegetarian. I think when you came back, I was like, I was vegetarian at the time, right? Yeah, but
0: you were vegetarian with cornrows still. So I know, you could, right?
1: You were on the fence. I didn't know if you were a thug. I didn't know. If you, I, I was I questioning you, bro. <laughs> oh no, no, I know. So that was that was that was like my first like um that was like a test. I was like vegetarian for a while. I feel good. Um, and then when the pandemic, when the lockdown hit over here, I, I stopped being vegetarian. I was like, well, the world's ending. Let me go get some Taco Bell, right? You yeah. know, whatever. Um, and then after uh, Ramadan, during Ramadan, um, my uh, mom's doctor recommended her to try a plant-based diet um, for her blood sugar levels because she's on insulin. So I took a look at like the booklet and when she told me that and I was like, you know what, I'll do it with you. Um, she didn't last a week doing it. Like we did it after Ramadan. We, yeah, we yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She didn't last a week, you yeah. know. <laughs> Uh, she would try to lie to me, tell me that, oh yeah, like I've I've been eating like you know plant based all day, and then my you're like mom, sister, you're eating like, laham like you're eating yeah. it in front of me, you're eating meat and, in front of me. Really? Like seriously, mom. <laughs> uh, but I kept going with it. I was like, I'm, I'm gonna keep going with it because I feel good, and like um, like this is all after Eid, and like so like since May I've been like vegan, um, and it's been great. Like I feel good all the time. I have more energy than I ever have. I can think clearer than I ever had. I don't feel bloated all the time, you know. Like I, it's it's. That's it, what you it, always
0: see. Anybody who goes vegan, that's what they hit you with. I'm. I have energy all the time. I'm this or that. I know. Like I get it, man. I'm. Since I started dating my girlfriend, who's like now she's not even ever since she we started dating, bro. I got her going back on eggs every now and then, and like we used to be all cook. With sesame oil for her, and now I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna cook with butter for everything. It's still veggie stuff and whatnot we're making, but I definitely get the benefit of a salad for lunch. I would have made fun of that at one point, but yo, if you have a salad for lunch, you are not bloated, you have the energy you need to get to like the bigger meal dinner, and you're just fucking killing it. You just can't yeah. can't you just can't have your enemies see you eating the salad. You know what I mean? Nah, man. Like,
1: yeah, just you got to let him see so yeah. going to be like, oh, shit, he's playing oh, shit. Now. That niggas on greens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, it's great, too. You know what really slowed me on it? Because like I, I when I went on it, I started like researching it and like all the benefits and stuff like the um, like when her doctor recommended it to her, I was like very skeptical that I work for diabetes because, you know, it's like our thing is sugar but like, it does, it actually like helps reverse, uh, like diabetes. It could help you prevent getting diabetes. Um, so I am like, I'm not, I don't have diabetes, but both of my parents do. Um, and like, so you're like, yeah, yeah. So you're like first round draft pick for diabetes. Exactly. So I was like, Nope, I'm, I'm not getting it. I'm not getting it. Um, and then I watched this uh, d- documentary on Netflix. Um, uh, the, I think the, I forgot what like, it was called, like, a, like a
0: v, the one that shows how factory farming is fucked. No, I don't care about that. You think I'm doing <laughs> yeah. this for it's hour? not an it's not an ethical matter. I'm just trying not to get diabetes. Make no mistake.
1: Right? Fuck uh, the
0: animals. Straight bro, up. Bro, you're probably mad in that Australia fire that you weren't there, you know, with the fucking fork.
1: Straight up, man. You know, like I, I actually um, when comedy came back for a little bit out here, like uh, and I turned this into a whole joke where I'm like, Fuck the animals. I don't give a damn about them animals. All right. <laughs> like, I, I don't care. If you're testing colognes on fucking penguins like the, the, this. Cologne smells good. So it obviously works. OK,
0: yeah. <laughs> gonna,
1: and you got some good smelling penguins out there in the wild. On the North too, Pole. Right? <laughs> <laughs> And some,
0: and, some, and some shitty smelling ones from the from the beta tests, right?
1: Right. Yeah. Those ones, those ones. They use that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope they ate those ones, you
0: know. God forbid they let them out in the wild smelling like first round cologne, right?
1: Yeah. I can't remember what was the name of the documentary, but the dude that made it was a UFC fighter. And so like he strictly like the whole documentary is like, plant-based athletes like one guy he um, has a record for like strongest man in the world completely plant-based this guy is lifting up cars lifting up like people like he had like this rack full of six people he was lifting up and walking around and this he's guy's probably completely- eating like
0: 48 coconuts a day and shit yeah. you know what I mean
1: yeah yeah but like they, they really go over to like over it like how it helps tremendously with just like everything with like, um, athleticism, you know, stamina, stamina. So it really like, um, I started working out too. Like after I became uh, vegan, I started working out and now I work out like seven times a week and I go for a run like two, three times a week. Um, but before I couldn't run a lap without like having, having to stop for a breath. Now I can run like six, like nonstop.
0: Oh, that's Yo, kudos to you and your transformation, 100%. Because you used to be some fat fuck eating everything when I was there back in the day, bro. Oh, <laughs> you know, bro. If you see I, remember me right having, I remember having you at my house and feeding you, bro.
1: Oh yeah, no, I w- I would eat anything, man. Back in those days, oh man. Bro, spaghetti but all the old pasta i had and shit
0: man those were the days bro but now but man i i know so many comedians who have gone hard on mma or bro we're addictive people man i have a feeling once we can go back to the stage you're gonna be having double whoppers daily
1: nah man no you're never
0: going back Look,
1: I f- uh, honestly, the way I feel is way better than I've ever felt eating a burger and stuff like it's not now. It's, it's not even like what like what the food tastes like is just like how I feel. Like, hey, I, feel way I too you, good, you know, that's what, like you know? I'm
0: saying, like I, I made fun of that shit until I started having salads for uh, lunch. Yeah. And I'm like, man, you would think like, oh, I'm not going to get full off of this or whatever, but that's mm-hmm. actually kind of the point, you know? Yeah. It's like you're not supposed to get to 100 percent off of some fatty thing. You're supposed to get what you need sustenance wise and just be running like lean. And then you feel great. You feel like you're always ready to work out and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. But but man, the promise of like meat and fast food and all that, it's such a short term like oh, I want it. It's going to feel great right now. But now, even if I have even if I just I rarely have McDonald's, I'll have Harvey's or A&W. Uh, uh-huh. You know, like the more premium burgers, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, if I do, I go, fuck it. I'm near McDonald's. I want to ju- I want a quarter pounder, man. Within like eight minutes of it being in your stomach, you start feeling like by the effect of it. You're like, oh, my God, bro. I'm getting old or something because it used to be like it wouldn't make a difference if I ate it or not now i eat it i'm shut i feel myself shutting down there's no way i'm doing this and that you know
1: yeah yeah no like see like um as when you get older you start to really feel it you know like like when you're a kid they're like oh you know mcdonald's is a bad for you you don't really like you have all the energy in the world you're always running around you're like hurting yourself all the time so it doesn't it's like whatever but when you get older it really starts to let you really start to feel it your body is really like yo Stop eating these nuggets, man. Okay.
0: Yeah, this is not chicken. This is not this is not nugget. Nugget is even a thing, you know, it's I, not like, chicken or nugget.
1: You've had real chicken. Why? Why are you telling yourself this is chicken? This is
0: not chicken. You know, the best part about chicken nuggets is the what? size of them makes them so dippable into the sweet and sour container. That's what <laughs> it was. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's, that's engineered. What it, it fits so nicely. <laughs> right. And so when so I, I have a question for you, you know, now that we brought up like uh, fast food. Talk so. Uh, like Canada, like yeah. I, you know, I don't know much about Canada. Um, so like the menu over there in the Canada McDonald's, how much different is it from like America?
0: Same, same, same menu same for thing? the most for the most part. Same menu, unless you go to the Atlantic. Like, if you go to the East Coast of Canada, they'll have like the McLobster Lobster and shit like that, you know? Which, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. But I'm assuming Maine. And all these like fishing states in the east have that shit,
1: too, by the way. Oh, yeah, but, for sure. I bet.
0: But like as far as the continental, like the land, we're the same. It's just your prices are a lot less like, bro. Chicken nuggets are highway robbery in Canada. They're so cheap in the states. You can get what, 20 nuggets in the states for what, like seven dollars, five bucks.
1: Five yeah, bucks?
0: It's, it's very cheap. It's not bro. Bro, ten nuggets in Canada are like seven ninety nine, eight ninety nine, or some stupid shit well, like that.
1: But, but like what? Like what's a Canadian dollar to an American? Like, Bro, I've...
0: one can one U.S. dollar is one point three Canadian. <laughs> you know, so it's like, like It doesn't. it still doesn't equal the difference? I'm telling you, not even close. But yeah. you guys have so many more people in a similar landmass that it you know sense. how it goes. Economy of scale, but yeah. Uh, Econ, but it's all I the same about that. I feel like the, the beef, the beef sources are, are, are better here in Canada. Like it That's hits you. Perfect. A burger hits you. Just it's even worse for you in the States. It
1: feels like. Yeah, because in the States, like they're not worried about, like, whether it's like you like it. They just want you to keep coming back to it. You know, I remember, I like I. One thing I like, I can remember, like uh, how things tasted. I can actually like like right now, I'm taking a burger in my mouth right now. And it it just tastes so rubbery like it always tastes like like the rubber. Like it didn't taste like real meat. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. But what if if you go to
0: like are you like totally off of it, like militantly vegan or
1: like not militant? Like I'm not I'm not out there saving turtles and all that dumb shit.
0: Yeah, yeah. What, what do you mean? Like you're avoiding straws? Like ooh, how do you save turtles?
1: You know, I hate, like is that a thing in Canada too? But plastic way? straws, bro. Fuck yeah. the plastic straws. No, no, the paper straws.
0: Yeah, bro.
1: Paper straws—they
0: absorb the liquid, and if you don't drink I it in ten minutes, that. they're done. It's the stupidest invention.
1: Yeah, that's all. This is all my my whole vegan joke. I do a whole vegan rant about why I hate. Like vegans, and then at the end I'm like, oh, and by the way, I'm vegan. Um, <laughs> um, but I, so like, I, I am not like eating meat or cheese or anything like that. Yeah, I just learned that honey wasn't vegan, and I was like, what? Man, bees aren't real animals. <laughs> like, wait, wait, wait. Honey isn't vegan? How? No. <laughs> I was like, what? So. How? I don't know, man. Like, I don't know how this whole thing works. I've been I've been doing this since May, and I'm still like, all this is new to me. You know, like, um, I, uh, I right now my goal now is to like, because I lost a lot of weight. Like, I I uh, lost a huge ton of weight. All my clothes were big on me. So, the last couple of weeks I've been focusing on uh, bulking up, gaining muscle. Um, I'm at two sixteen right now, and my pants are finally starting to fit again. <laughs>
0: You getting teased. Um, are the gyms open? Are, is shit open in Oakland?
1: No, no, no. Um, I, the gyms might be open outside, but we're on another lockdown. We're on yeah, another yeah, lockdown. yeah. We are too. Yeah. So, uh, I I'm taking a um Zoom uh, training class with my homie Frankie Marcos. I don't know if you ever met yeah, him. Yeah, not, well, yeah.
0: I, I I did some shows where he was at, but I see him on Instagram. I think I follow him.
1: Yeah. So Frankie uh, trains me on Zoom. Um. And I also got I got some dumbbells, I got a resistance band, I got a pull-up bar, so I just go hard uh, in my um, in my room all the time. And so I've had to learn like what what foods I can eat to like really gain muscle and really just like uh, uh, get stronger. So uh, a lot of protein, a lot of protein. Um, and I was looking up to see if honey was like a uh, um, vegan because I like to like I got drink protein shakes. Uh, plant protein shakes and I like to put honey in my my protein shakes. Oh, you're human, bro. Everybody puts honey in there or peanut butter, which is vegan, by the way. Yeah. Well, some not all of it. That's it's not all of it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> not all of it. Nut butter is definitely vegan, but peanut butter, depending on where it's at, it's not vegan. So, depending
0: on where those peanuts came from, if a bee had anything to do with it, right? I guess exactly. what the fuck? it's so it's just so confusing. Is it the process, the refining process of honey that makes it non vegan? Because if we- you take a if you go into the wilderness and find a beehive. And grab it and put your hand in and scoop out honey. That is not vegan. How could that not possibly not be vegan?
1: You know, I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a white girl named Stardust. I can't <laughs> yeah, answer. You, you can't know. answer that. <laughs> I don't do have you have any crystals? Yeah. Do you have 18 crystals in your hand right now? <laughs> I don't have any crystals. You know, I shave my armpits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This That's crystals for
0: the this crystals for the power of self esteem. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know what I do? I do miss like pizza sometimes. Like I like I'll order vegan pizza and eat the whole thing to myself. It'll be extra large. I'll eat the whole thing and still be hungry.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess the uh, the cheese or the dough. What what
1: part of it is like was filling in the traditional recipe? What what do you think? That the real cheese, the real cheese. Like I love I love cheese. That's the one thing I miss is like cheese. Um, so like uh, like uh, oh man.
0: That's, so I'll give you a second to just fucking yeah, you know, just rest in peace. I, I, I if I had some liquor here, I would pour it for the cheese that nice.
1: died in your diet, you know? Well, let's let's move on from this. Uh, let's move on from talking about food, because I just Wait, realized we just spent <laughs> 20 minutes on that. Well, you're the only
0: you're appa- apparently the first Sudani comedian. Obviously not like but I'm talking about that. I that I personally met. And now you're the first Sudanese vegan
1: I've ever met, too. Okay, first off, let me let me clarify these statements. First Sudanese American born. Yeah, yeah, I always I always say that I'm not like I don't I'm not the first Sudanese community comedian. But That's part. what you were saying. You never said American. You never. You were like, man,
0: I'm the first Sudanese comic, nigga. Fuck
1: bitches. I think is what you no, I said. I mean, in as America, well. <laughs> in America. Sorry, I gotta clarify. I never said that. Well,
0: like when I... we were when we were in America, it went without saying, right? It was implied. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But now that you're on the podcast, you're like, ah, I, I didn't say that. Let me just clarify. <laughs> well, no, I
1: probably said that. You know, I actually, like I probably said no, that. No, you
0: definitely I, didn't say Sudanese
1: American. All right, American. let me let me let me, let me let me rephrase it. I'm the first funny Sudanese comedian. <laughs>
0: oh, shit. Shots fired. There's a guy named
1: Abdullah Abdullah out there in,
0: in, in Umdurman. Like, what the fuck? Listening right. to this shit. <laughs> He's coming for you, bro. <laughs>
1: like, it's going to take him forever to actually see this podcast. It's going to take like three days for it to finally load up <laughs> to
0: load. Yeah, yeah. they're still on dial up <laughs> to you know,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> no, nah, you know, like um, they just so got I, uh, they just got all eyes on me, <laughs> you
1: know, <what> right? <laughs> Oh, man, no, like, no, 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 no. Bro,
0: people like are actually like Internet's common in Sudan. Everybody's got Internet. Everybody's got everything at this point. I know, but They're, I are like, the, yeah, like oh, the, it's 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 such an easy target. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so like, um, like I, I, my when I went viral on TikTok, it was because I had this Arabic joke. You heard it before, right? Did you ever hear? Uh, probably. Well, what is it like? Do you care to do it or do it No. Uh, for those of you watching me just follow me on TikTok and Instagram. Um Bro the uh, tick- the video already went
0: viral. Just say it bro. <laughs> well, it's not- weird.
1: What? I just I just talk about how I um like how I speak Arabic and that I like I went to a liquor store and then there was Arab guys saying that I was gonna probably rob them in Arabic and then I came up to him and said to him in Arabic, Give me all your money uh and I translate it into it's it's way better when I actually do the joke. Yeah. Okay. Um, but wait, is it a um, true story? Huh? True story. Oh, they, talk, they talk so much shit all the time. I always hear them like I like when I go to any like store, I usually don't say that like speaking Arabic or anything. Oh, I, just listen. I wanna, just listen because you want to listen. you want
0: you want to hear it. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so like, uh, what you call it? So that I just I did that joke one time on stage. It killed. So it became my best joke. And then when it got went viral, I was like, definitely my bet, like my best joke right now. I have yeah. better jokes, but like right now that that was the best joke I had. Um and so it got 2.9 million views on Damn, uh, on TikTok? Yeah.
0: yeah. God damn, that's viral as fuck, bro. 3 yeah. million views?
1: <laughs> yeah. So I'm like like it brought my numbers up. Like now I'm at 28,000. I was at 14 followers and then that video just brought my numbers up to uh 28,000. Bro,
0: that's TikTok, man. There's not there's no other ecosystem social media-wise like TikTok. We can yeah. just have one home run video that just gets you a huge following
1: just from one video. Yeah. You know? And that, that that was that was the one. Um, but I'm like, but like uh, when I when it went viral, um, like there was a lot of Sudanese people on there who were like, oh, my God, I've never seen Sudanese comedian before. You're the first Sudanese comedian. Oh, my God. Look at him! He's and comedian. then
0: you correct them. Sudanese American comedian.
1: No, no. I was like, no, you're right. I am the first. I <laughs> yeah. am the best. I am. I was there at the beginning and I'll be there at the end. <laughs> I am. And you know what? You know what really got me, though? Like oh, I, I learned that um, you get you can't be looking at the comments. You cannot look at the comments because. Oh, wh- they, yeah. It,
0: like, I, like with two point nine million, there's thousands of comments. So you can't even look at them all to begin with.
1: Oh, no, I do. I I did. <laughs> I, I did. Because like I have a great vegan patience now, you know? Yeah, I'm, I got to meditate. So I got time, you know, I'm like I'm like, I'll be I'll be looking at it. And then I'm like, I need to meditate right afterwards this, and then
0: go right back in, right in, go right in. Back in. <laughs> and then meditate a little more for medicine. Oh, my You're Like, I don't need this. This is poisonous. I need to be centered. I need I to get, get off social media. You do 15 minutes mindfulness. You go right back in. <laughs> yeah, it just
1: takes away all that Zen. I'm just like, I'm, I'm no longer with Nirvana or whatever they call it. <laughs> well, well yo, What was the comment that fucked you up the most. Be honest. So, so many <laughs> like majority majority like was just great. Like, oh, of course. Yeah. 90% is always good. I, I'm like, all of them were like, great. They're like, this is funny, this and that. And then like, I love the ones like from soon these people. They were like, oh, my God, like you're like, I've never met a Sunni comedian. This is great. This is dope. But the thing that really got me was like the ones that were like talking shit about my Arabic that was the one because these were like kids that don't even speak English correctly. They're spelling it all wrong. They'd be like, you don't even speak English, bro. And then like they're spelling it all completely wrong. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, man, your English sucks. You're just mad that I don't have to walk into a minefield every time I go outside of my house. Yeah, right, right. They're like, one sec, I got a Red Cross parachute coming in. I got to go get it. <laughs> man, they would, they would talk so much smack, so much smack about my Arabic. And I'm like, man, fuck you. I go on their page and I'm like, you don't even have any Views, you don't have no followers. Oh, the no linger,s one.
0: bro. They linger,s. They're oh just in the dark, commenting internet style, you know.
1: Exactly. And then some little kid uh, did a duet with me, where he was just shaking his head, his big ass nose. He's like, Arab- "His Arabic is terrible." I'm like, "Man, fuck you." I'm, s- I'm so, I really hope a drone hits you today, like, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> like, that like, dude, probably
0: he took a break from learning fractions just to talk shit. <laughs> you yeah. know.
1: Yeah, I'm like, yo. Come back when you got 2.9 million views, all right? Or pubic hair, (laughs) you know? Exactly. So that 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 really that did get to me for a bit. I was just like because I was just like, man, is the joke funny to you or not? Like they would just be stuck on it. Like I have an English accent. So, of course, my Arabic's going to sound weird already. Um, but like also Sudanese dialect isn't the same as everybody else's. Like um, whenever I hear like Yemenese people talk, I'm like, what the hell are they saying? Like my parents would be like, I don't I don't understand it either. Yeah, um, yeah. it's those it's
0: those uh, the French Arabic, the Moroccans. And like, I think the Algerians, that shit, that
1: shit's yeah. fucking confusing as hell. Exactly. Like our Arabic is not like uh, it's, it's like and the way i explain it to people too it's like it's like when somebody from philly, philly is trying to talk to somebody from like texas you can't really understand what yeah there's saying. a dialect
0: yeah like every other thing there's always dialects you yeah. know sudanese we have a dialect i think of sudanese we're like a southern we're like a southern arabic you know and, Ma, and yeah. masri egyptian we're like the african arabic you know we're, <laughs> we're more like the country arabic and then like the you know, maybe like the Syrians and the Lebanese will think of themselves as the higher, like, like the higher, more off the book, off the Quran, off Fusha, like That's original Arabic, yeah. And it's like, yo, we all understand each other. So, hey, bro, you know, a guy in Washington is gonna be talking shit about a guy in Alabama for his accent. That's never gonna go away. And that yes. same shit happens with Arabs. Alabama. So it's like, fuck it. Yeah, exactly. You're doing it right there. It's the same thing happening to you. You're still doing it. <laughs> going to fuck the south? But yeah, don't I, talk shit about my accent. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but fuck. By so one thing I want, I want to know, like, uh, well, you're you're just full Sud- Sudanese, right? Like, you well. know? If- Aren't like, you full sudani I am.
0: You said so, both your parents were diabetic. You're
1: pretty. You're full sudani right? I'm full sudani <laughs> Like, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh-uh. That's 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 all the sudani passport says.
1: My <laughs> right, diabetic. Like, you yeah. know, someone will be like somebody like uh, organ donor, and then if you're Sudanese, it'll just be like diabetic. Diabetic.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does, it's not even a yes or no. It just says diabetic.
1: There you go. No, um like uh do you know do you know um if you have like any like uh, Egyptian in you or Oh any- no, I've never done the I've never
0: done the twenty three for me and twenty three and stuff. Maybe, man. I think we all have a little Egyptian in us. You know what I mean? Maybe. I think my features I think my features are uh they're mo- they they're clearly got some Arabian in them. They're not just African. You know what I mean? So I know there's some shit in there if I twenty three to me, but I don't care to at all. Like, I. What if yeah. I found out I'm like eight percent Lithuanian and like fifteen percent fucking Turkish? What would that change about my life? Nothing. So let me save oh, the fifty bucks or whatever this costs. What?
1: That changes a whole lot. Yeah, that changes a whole lot. It's like you know when white people find out that they're eight percent Cherokee, they're suddenly not white anymore. <laughs> they're like, I'm not even yeah. full white, man. <laughs>
0: because <laughs> cause it's the time. Because no black person's being like, I'm not full black. You know, that's not cool to say that. But it's cool for white people to have other shit in them because like right now, white is that like everyone's making what everyone's taking shots at white. So if you could be like, yo, I'm not fully white. It's great for them. You know, it's like social points.
1: It's always been like that, you know, you know, it's never been cool to be white, you know, like. No, what are you talking about? That's that's not true at all. No, it's never been cool. <laughs> cool. Well, in your opinion, what do I define cool?
0: What, it might, is it cool to get a job? Is it cool to go unharassed? What
1: What is cool? None of those are cool, man. <laughs> those are cool. And like it's like this. Like um, yeah, you know, they're privileged, but at the end of the day, you know, like think about all the other stuff. They can't dance.
0: You know, <laughs> hey, I'll have, you
1: know, 85% of my listeners are white
0: and I think they're just great. <laughs> you know right? what? You no, I'm spoke, kidding. You guys are Canadian, man. It's Danny. We are with man. you, bro. I got numbers all <laughs> over the place bro. I'll say anything. I don't give a fuck, man. Fuck exactly. white people. And then afterwards, I'm like, please stay. Please stay. i
1: oh, see. I'm not saying I'm not saying fuck. people. Well, I know, people. I know, I know. I'm just fucking around, bro. I'm just saying, like, what like, well, the reason why I was asking, too, is because, like, people will ask me, like, so, like, do you see these people consider themselves uh, Arab or African?
0: Oh, dude, that that's that's the question of the year for me, especially for me on TikTok with Arab videos all the time. Because if you hashtag Arab, there's what? like 10 or like nine or 10 billion um, mentions, right? So there's a lot more traffic. If you hashtag Sudanese, it's like 300 million. So I'm just Mm -hmm. it's a traffic game. So it's like, how how could you say that Sudanese people are not Arab? Because it's like not everybody is one thing. You know what I mean? You know, just how you could be like from New Orleans, you could be Creole, Southern and American all at all in one. Right. Just like if if you're Sudanese, you're black, you're African, you're Arab. It it doesn't have to be just one group. Right. So it's like my v- arabic is the culture the language all my friends that are like palestinian lebanese we have 99% the same culture we speak the same language but uh, we're not arab how does that what who's saying that it's always it's never it's always like aggressively sudanese militant sudanese or like aggressively arab people that'll be like you're not arab man or the sudanese will be like we are not arab we are african you
1: know <laughs> well see See, this is how I see it, because I'm like uh, I'm like the opposite. Like I um, I considered myself black before Arab, you know, like, of course. But that's what I'm is.
0: saying. Do you consider yourself multiple things? You have
1: to. But at the same time, like that's why I asked you, like, uh, if you're like, if you have any uh, anything mixed in your blood, because uh, for what my mom did, like a uh, like a DNA test like years ago and she has European and African. Like that that was it. But like it was mostly like African my dad the only other like mix that we know of is his grandpa who's british um so he has like british in him but as far as we know we don't have any like actual like arab blood like we don't have any saudi or anything like that in our bloodline. so like i consider myself sudanese uh, and black and african um but i've had people straight up try to tell me like you know you are arab and it's like it's ridiculous to me that you're gonna tell me who i am just because of what i speak that's like saying. Uh, you are spanish just because you speak spanish so it's like no you could be mexican you know not like everybody's gonna just because um we share like a lot of similarities doesn't mean we're, we're this and that uh, so that's why i was just like asking because like sometimes it like um people will be like no you gotta you gotta either be Arab or African or black, you can't yeah, be. No, that's who who's yeah. stupid
0: enough to think you have to fit. No, man, you got to be in one box, man. It's you choose your box, bro. You don't get to choose pick a side, man. Totally like this isn't team sports, you dumb fuck. Yeah, you can be multiple things. OK, yeah, right? you can be you're a Californian, right? And an, and from an immigrant family and an American Muslim and a vegan. You're in a hundred boxes, bro. But not everybody is one thing. Are you a vegan? Yeah. Are you a comedian? Yeah. Are you a fucking whatever? You're all the you, people love to put people in one box and hate it when they don't stay in one box. It's like, fuck off. OK, just because you have your identity in one thing and you think everybody you don't man, there's don't don't double dip, man. Choose one. Fuck well, off.
1: See, see, here's how here's how I see it, too. It's also like identity is something you form, like as you grow, like your experience in life. Um. So like I've always Like growing up, I've always felt more connected to like uh, regular American Black people than I did like Arab people. That's one of the reasons why when I go uh, to stores, I don't speak Arabic. I just just listen because like the one you steal, I steal all the time. I take as much (laughs) as I can. I come in there, give me all your everything you got. I I just steal. I don't. I don't.
0: I don't pray. I don't explode the store. I just steal.
1: Steal. Just steal. But like I um. I, like I always felt more connected like uh, that way than I did like to like the Arab culture, you know, like I always like even till now, like I, I felt more connected to that. Um, so that's when people like uh, I've had like even on my like TikTok videos, people will be like, oh, you're Arab. I'm like, I'm black. And they're like, no, no, you're Arab. You speak Arabic. You know, you come from a, a country that speaks Arabic. You're Arab. I'm like, you don't know me. I'm black, man. <laughs> so um, that that I say that. Uh, Just because I look at it like identity is like something like, yeah, you form. um, And even though, you know, your culture has a big part of it, it's like at the end of the day, it's like who you are is just the life you live. Yeah. And and identity is almost
0: a self opinion, right? You form your identity. You get to make the call. There's some people that that say that they are. Like you could say that you feel like a woman, you know what I mean, from the outside. That's like the same thing. No one if you say you feel like a woman and got the whole fucking um, operation, no one's going to be like, no, you're a man, you're a man. Society would shit on them, shit on them. But if
1: those if Rachel Loza Loza can be black, then so can I. (laughs) I I have more. Exactly. But God forbid you have dark
0: skin and you're from Africa and you say you're Arab, right? Right. I have yeah. to get a full operation before, you know what I mean? Like, what is the uh, how is it that I post a video that says that is about Arab culture and I have 200 Arabs being like, oh, my God, I thought this was just me. Oh, my God. This is literally my dad. Oh, yeah. So I guess that doesn't count. Uh, the fact that we all have that same thing that we can identify and that that has no value, that has no bearing towards what box you could put yourself in. No, it's some guy somewhere being like, you can't do it. So I say, okay. fuck all that. I, I see. So I even made a whole video about being like, you say you're Arab. Some
1: guy comes out of nowhere. You're not even Arab, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's just like everybody has like their own preconceived notion of what people are supposed to be. They're like, you're you're not that, you know, you don't. I don't know your your beard's not long enough. I'm like, man, you know what? You don't even have a beard, so shut up. Because <laughs> like, it. it's like, it. like, well, that, I was I always think it's interesting, you know. Um, like oh, wait, was, have you have you been to Sudan? Yeah, yeah. I lived there when I was uh, from when I was five until I was eight, so for like three years. And did you um, go back since? Yeah, I, I, after that, I hadn't been back for like eleven years. Yeah. And then I went back there for like a couple weeks, and then the last time I was there was. Right, like literally, right before I started doing comedy, uh, for my sister's wedding, I was there for a month.
0: Okay, so you've been so okay. So you have a crystal clear memory of like many experiences in Sudan. Oh yeah, yeah. Are you are you from the Hilla, the villages, or are you from Khartoum or where? Yeah, Umdurman. Um, um, man, So that's like the Oakland. That's literally the Oakland yeah. of Khartoum. <laughs> yeah. oh, Oakland's
1: in my blood, man. Yeah, no really? Bro, you're always a man, number two know. guy. I'm a number two got a guy.
0: <laughs> Fuck staying in <laughs> the number one city. I'm on that bridge on the other side, baby.
1: <laughs> so my uh, my dad is from uh, uh And my mom's from Taza. Uh, oh, wait, I, I always get it mixed up. I, I, he's in the room. I can ask him. But like uh so. My dad comes from a huge family. My mom comes from somewhat smaller family. My dad is uh, a Um and my mom is Shagia. Um, Their tribes, you the know, tribes.
0: You're- no, I don't. I, I someone told me what the tribe was and people even on on these apps ask me, are you this or that? And I'm like, I don't even bro. I remember I was in Sudan and that's when I learned about Sunni Shia. That yeah. well, someone was like, are you Sunni or Shia? And I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? And then I, 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 and then I forget. I asked my mom or someone and they're like, you're Sunni. It's funny how they tell you what you are, right? It's yeah. no bearing on your identity. It's like, this is what we are. This is what you are. Tell them you are this team. Sunni. you know, you are Sunni. You know, I, don't <laughs> know, okay, know. I, did, I only learned about it 10 seconds ago, but I'm Sunni
1: and I'll fight yeah. you if you say I'm Shia. you know, I don't know. I don't know if your parents do this to you, but do they ever, like, say something to you as if, like, you're supposed to know. And then, like, it's like, you guys never taught me this. Yeah, like, literally that. It was like, you're Sunni. what do you mean? My mom, you're, you're Sunni. what do you mean? Exactly. <laughs> the It's Same thing with my family. Like, they'll say something to me and they'll say, like, something and they act like I'm supposed to know. I'm like, wait, what? 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 <laughs> Like I
0: never got the memo.
1: Fuck. Everything about my family. More people outside of my family know more about my family than I do. You know, like that. That's oh, that's. That's, that's, how crazy it is. that's. I don't know if that's your uh, Sudanese thing
0: or or your or are my family thing. But zero communication. There is no communication. <laughs> there is maximum secret like secretivity. I don't even know if that's a word. Like my mom comes up to me. She's like, a passage. She she pray preg- like she didn't say not to be but she's like she must pregnant again. She's you know what I mean. But don't tell anyone. Shh, don't. And I'm like she has. She's like she has a bump. She already has two kids. It's right. not like this is the she's obvious. What is the secret?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, like one time this was like a year or two ago. So like I was in my dad's in home care provider at the time, and like uh, we had like our um our supervisor come and uh, talking to us. And there my dad was talking about marriage, and he was like, Yeah, so then like we can get married a lot. And she like she was like, Oh, really? And he was like, Yeah, my my father was actually married and divorced 14 times. And we both looked at him like, What? Because I didn't know this. I was like, he he was like, Yeah, you didn't know, and I'm like, No, you never told me that. And he was like, Well, you should know. I'm like, How am I gonna know if you don't tell me that my grandpa was married and divorced? 14 times. Yeah, that's
0: like, no. that's a noteworthy thing to say. You yeah, know?
1: that's a very. That's 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 a that's, that's conversation worthy. You know, bring yeah. it up. Like, wait. Hold on. When, how, who and how this yeah, two... 14,
0: oh. 13, 15. Oh, <laughs> uh... <laughs> it's like, exactly.
1: What? Like my sister's friends knew before I did. <laughs> like, I'm like, how does everybody else know about this but me? So.
0: <laughs> bro, that's it's the culture. It's like secretive. I don't know. Again, I don't know if my family is like the ultimate level of that. Like no one shares shit, bro. No, yeah. one. no one says, bro, my parents got divorced low key. And the way my little brother found out that they got divorced was my dad was in passing talking to him about his new wife or getting a new wife. My mom and my mom is in my brother's like, what? And he's like, oh, yeah, well, me and my mom, you and your mom were not together. And it fucked bro. He's still resentful about it, bro. Like See that that's they didn't soon. even sit the how the family down and go. Look, we're not there's no there was no like bro growing up. That's something I definitely was like envious about, like uh, more of that traditional home vibe, like North American culture of like, yeah. all right, family meeting everybody here. We got to talk about. Oh, I've never once had that. If yeah. anything, we might all be together when my dad declares a statement. It's all statements. It's yeah. never open for conversation or negotiation or anything. It's just statements, right? So it's yeah. like it, we, they didn't even say it like that. My mom, after the day I graduated university, my mom came in my room. She goes, look, uh Me and your dad were not together anymore. I'm like, oh, is that why you haven't slept in the same room for four years? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I kind of piece this shit together, right? Like, that's that's Sudanese people, man. But but she told me though. Nobody told my little brother, bro. My my dad was talking about his new wife. That's how he found out, man. That's that's not, (laughs) bro. That's fucked up. That no matter how you do it, that's like, come on. That's
1: that's a Sudanese way. My dad, when I was growing up, like one thing he always tried to force I on me mean, everything he'd just be like the Sudanese way we, we don't do that this is the, we have to do things the Sudanese way that was his answer to everything you know this is like the Sudanese way um yeah and- I was gonna
0: when I brought up uh, Sudan I wanted to ask when you go
1: to Sudan do they call you America boy
0: do they yeah. come up to you like oh you tell yeah, so- them you're where Tupac is from do you ever say that
1: no, man, you know what's funny? The last time I was there, uh like they they had, yeah, they just discovered rap, I think. I think it was a 2000. Uh, I'll tell you, three, they um, just <laughs> got all eyes on me. <laughs> I think I think it was 2011, but it was like um it was years ago. So now damn, it's like been like almost 10 years now. But it's been a long time since I have been there, but when I when I went there, they they had hip hop, they had little Wayne and stuff. Um the funny the funniest thing is like because I they asked me like if I know like celebrities. Um and You're so like, my yeah yeah
0: I know Justin Bieber.
1: So my cousins uh friends like they they they're taking me out to the city um uh they're taking me in the cartoon one time and then my cousin's Bro, you, of- can't
0: say, you can't say it like that. That's why those people went in you on you in that video. I don't care. So, I, don't yeah. care. I don't care how I say <laughs> yeah, yeah. it. I don't care. <laughs>
1: And for those of you Yo, that's you I responding to the
0: comments right now. Exactly. I'll say it how I say it. <laughs> they
1: would be like, you, "They're like, no, you're not even real Arab." I'm like, "No, I'm a real nigga." All right. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. No, no, run Straight it, up. nigga. Like, yeah, I'm gonna say it how I say it. whatever. <laughs> I don't care. I think a little snot just came out. <laughs> a little bit, you know. It, sound, it sounded Hebrew. <laughs> yeah, bro. Shit, man. You, your credit score just went up, bro. I, I hope so, man. It's it's so down right now. <laughs> but uh, so we were going, we were going there, um, and my cousin's friend was just asking me about like all these celebrities. And the funniest one he asked me about, he was like, "Do you know this woman? She's a very famous actress. She's my very favorite, Sarah J. I'm like, "Wait, hold on, who?" And he was like, "Sarah J." And I was like, Did "You say Sarah J?" And he was like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Yeah, I know her." And he was like, "Oh, I love her movies. You know who Sarah J is by the way, right?" No, who's Sarah J? Oh there okay. Jessica Parker? No, no. Go on Pornhub and look up Sarah Jay. You'll know who I'm talking
0: oh, about. Oh, she's a porn. That's so funny. <laughs> 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 Sarah J. <Jay. laughs> she's, <Sarah Jay.
1: laughs> she's known for uh messing with black guys. She's oh, like Oh yeah, those interracial woman. scenes, bro. Yeah, you know
0: I don't know? I don't fuck with professional porn. In a while. I'm all what? about that amateur. Bro, it needs to be, you know how your camera is right now? That's how I gotta watch porn. You know what I mean? It needs to have the vibe of like, oh, this happened. And nah. not the vibe of I know. If there if I'm watching porn and I know behind the cat, there's a sound guy doing with the boom mic, and there's eight lighting guys, yeah. Mm, I can't See? get into it.
1: That's I don't know. I don't know why people are like that, because I like watching the professional stuff. You know, I like the stuff that's done very well, very high quality. You know, I like the actresses to know her lines, you know, because I know it's going to go exactly how I want it to go. That, that amateur stuff, man, they'll have a TV like playing in the background. They'll have music playing like from you're right. And, and I've, watched it's, I've all, watched it's all bad. And it's I've like watched, some that guy. I'm like, what the hell?
0: <laughs> I definitely not, watched some amateur stuff where the girls just like, Oh, you're so line <laughs> line. They're like, big.
1: You're like big, <laughs> <They're> like big. <laughs> <They're> like, big. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I don't like Damn, the amateur. I it. I don't I don't like the amateur stuff. No, it's I like...
0: like amateur, bro. I prefer it. it, no, it, it, it make it, it. It makes me feel like, oh, that is a real that's happening. I can get into that way easier than knowing the reality of the scene. I'm watching professional that there's a director. And it doesn't change. I can't.
1: Like, you, you know, the reality of the scene, no matter what, at the end of the day, at the end of the whole thing, it's just going to end at some point. It's going to be a money shot no, somewhere. Yeah, no, I just, it.
0: no, I just can't. No, get you it. want
1: good quality stuff, my man. Like, look, I, I, I only
0: mess with. Bro, the good quality there is, stuff. is nothing else that I pretty much avoid the good quality shit to get the homemade it's, shit besides and porn. I,
1: and that's what I'm saying. It's like, yo, would you rather watch the Avengers if it was just made? On like a shitty quality camera. You know, well, just I was like trying to dress. jerk off to it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, he's looking yeah. around the backyard and stuff like, like no, that, that's no, That's not how it works, man. I'm you in know, the corner
0: in the theater. Can we get a fucking camcorder in some of these shots? Fuck.
1: yeah, you know, I, I miss bootleg movies. That's one thing I, I do miss. I like I miss watching a movie that was recorded <laughs> at the theater and then watching people would just walk walk up. by. That <laughs> was the best, those, and it made you laugh every time too. Oh my god, those those were that was. Oh man, I miss that. You can't get that with Netflix anymore. Yo, know? how funny would if someone in Sudan asked
0: you, "Do you know G Easy?" You're like, "Actually, yeah, he's from Oakland." <laughs> yeah.
1: No, but like this guy was really on Sarah J too. He was because like her whole thing is like black guys like uh, like like 95 percent of everything. So oh, you really- I
0: know, Sarah J. she's like I from 10 years ago, I used to. I remember that's 10 years ago, <laughs> yeah. 10 years ago <laughs> any porn, any porn I could get because it used to be any porn you can get is what you would what you would take. Well, you, yeah. now it's the selection. You have preferences, right? It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So now you remember. Yeah. Like it was funny. Yeah, I remember.
0: Oh, Sarah J was nice, too.
1: Yeah. She, she like was a- down for the cause, you know? she had like a rat face. So, I mean, she still does with like, she like her face. She looks like a rat. Like, Yeah, but look, she always yeah.
0: had a black power pick in her pocket. Yeah.
1: So I was down with her. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. <laughs> Yo, how are like you? Get,
0: are you doing comedy out there at all?
1: Um, now? No, I was, I was killing it. Uh, like, uh, you know, you know me, I'm a beast. Um, but like, just, no,
0: you're definitely, bro. I definitely don't underestimate you. I thought I was gonna come out and smash when I came out, but I remember after Cobbs we went and did that show
1: right next door, and I bombed, and you <laughs> killed,
0: and I was like, "Fuck, I got,
1: I gotta know my place." You know what I mean? Hey, no, man, no, no. Like, uh, what you call it? You were coming from like a whole nother country. I mean, well, you guys are a country, right? What do you, what are you? Canada? Doing? Yeah, bro. Really? You're, you're looking real American right now. You guys are a country, right? Cause, cause I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually jealous of Canada. I want to go there right now.
0: Oh, <laughs> like, bro, we're America's hat and we love it, bro. We're like a, a nice fitted cap. You know what I mean?
1: You guys are so lucky. We were doing Santa for a while and it was great. Actually, it was so good that like I was just I I didn't even need to really work. I was like, well, I was doing oh, well. Damn, on- you were getting to that level. Fuck. Yeah. yeah, dog.
0: Yeah. Are you working a lot with Troy and hella funny? Sure. Moyd, I just gave him a shout out on like a podcast or two ago. I I got a lot of love and respect for that dude. And I saw uh, he got a sick part in a show where he's playing himself pretty much.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was with him when he went to L.A. Uh, He was trying to get me on the set but because of covid. I couldn't get on set. So the whole thing was like a vacation for me. Like I spent like almost every day at the hot tub like I was just it was great. You were um, already he, vegan. You fit right in. You know what I mean? It was great, man. Like with Like uh, and it was a good time because I learned a lot from Troy. It was cool hanging out with them and stuff um, like we, we've hung out a lot. Like from like in the past, that was like the first time we were like uh, hanging out like damn near like every day, um, like all day. Um, and it was good because I learned a lot from him and just like watching him work and le- learn the lines and stuff and helping him out with that was great. Um, and then just getting like advice. He's always giving me advice. He's like a big brother to me.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah. Troy's the fucking bro. He gave me my first set. My first set ever at a show was him at Cobbs in 2017. When I was back in there, he gave me five minutes at Cobbs, bro. I'll never forget it because I was in the green room and I remember I, I asked the headliner, I was like, are you on the show? Oh God. <laughs>
1: I miss Cobs, man. I miss. Her. Was I hosting that night?
0: No, Did you I... know who was hosting the who? that Jewish-looking dude with the long hair and glasses who had jokes about the glasses. Remember?
1: There's a lot of. There's he went a to lot New of York.
0: Who... He went to New York.
1: No. Oh wait, wait, wait. Um, short dude. Yeah, oh, really. He was like ginger, curly hair. Uh, then I don't know. Um, I was going to say Tim Young, but he didn't no, have... no, This
0: was the guy back then, too, in twenty seventeen.
1: I don't know. They're, they're all white guys. You know, they're, they all look exactly the same like no, uh, this dude. Like this dude had that look he had. He looked like Carrot Top like. I don't know, you know, Clay Newman, but no, like... not
0: Clay Newman, Clay, not Clay Newman. But anyways, he would that guy was hosting. I forget his name, but he was hosting. And uh, uh, yeah, I just I still have the video from the back of the room yeah, uh, I'm proud as man? fuck. Yeah, I had my roommate came out and she videotaped it because I really wanted I have, five, I have it on the computer. It's like I still remember. Oh, man, it was so bad, but <laughs> I did OK. I did. I did OK. I did OK, but it was like now when
1: you watch it, you're like, oh, God. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, I hate having to watch my little videos. I'm, I'm doing that now, but I'm, I've run out of videos because I didn't record myself that much. I like whenever I, like I record myself, like I actually went and like I was like, oh, uh, I'd have somebody hold my phone and record it and be like, oh, yo, can you record this? I didn't do that well, but whenever it was like somebody recording and I didn't really like pay attention to oh, it, smashed, smashed all my best videos. It's just like somebody else recording without me asking them, and that's like three or four videos that I got. Um, Bro, I then- feel,
0: I feel so. I I I uh, hosted a show in London, Ontario, my hometown, that I promoted for a while at a great headliner. I hosted. I did like twenty, and I had my buddy who has a production company. He brought. He just wanted to do this just because he loves stand up. Uh, he had four of his guys come out. He mic'd the room up. He had four guys on camera. It was a high production like recording, bro. But it was my first one in like um, like it was between lockdowns where I, I was rusty as fuck and it was where all of the audience was. Sp- first of all, 50 percent occupancy and spaced out as fuck. So I have this high, high quality taping of me doing 20 minutes where you d- Almost here. No audience laughter, and it's me rusty as fuck. And I'm like, what a waste! Fuck.
1: Nice, nice. Did you did you pay him?
0: No, no, he did it he out did. of he <laughs> wanted to do it. Yeah. Oh, if I paid, oh, I would have been destroyed. But like, he right. cu- and they cut it, bro. Like, saw I it, and I had to pay fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> this would have been like this would have been like an eight hundred dollars setup if I paid oh, for it. But, bro, there was four guys there.
1: Damn. Wow. Okay.
0: Four guys there. Cameras. They brought their own mixer all mics, they were connecting, they were doing shit, bro. They were lighting it, too. I was like, God, they they wanted to experiment with shooting and cutting a uh, comedy show in a special style. So it was almost like a learning experience for them. But Man. I was like, sick, I'm going to get the sickest tape out of this. But, bro, it is silent. Oh, it's just uh, I'm wearing a mask and it's down to like on my neck. I'm like, oh, fuck. This, nice. Bro.
1: You have a special view bombing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's high quality, bro. It's high quality. Like, oh, this can go on Comedy Central under. Never book this guy again. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my buddy was like, man, why don't you just
0: why don't you just add laughs? And I'm like, because I can't I can't I can't
1: bring myself to doing. that. Oh, that's great. That's great. I could never bring myself. They're like, hey, man, like, that wasn't funny at all, but we can make it seem like it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: right. But, bro, all those JFL tapings you watch, like, they watch the seven-minute clips just for laughs, Bill Burr or whatever, like, they, they you know, they edit shit. Like, that type of shit, they're editing it, bro.
1: Well, like, just for laughs, that's a, man, that's the goal at some point for sure. You should um, be,
0: yeah, you should be a couple years from that. If not, you yeah. could probably get there now. It's just that. You know, you know. probably you got to get a septum piercing. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, I get like I got to wait for everything to open back up. Look, man, when things when we were doing comedy again, man, I was going hard at it, like like hard. Uh, and one one time we had like four shows in one day. Um, it was a hell of a show. I, I was running all four of them um, It at four in one day. And it's one started at one o'clock. The other one start. No, sorry. Three o'clock, five o'clock, seven o'clock, and nine o'clock. And I hosted all of them. God I, hosted damn, them bro. I hosted them. I seated people. I cleaned up the tables. I booked the comedians. And I, I walked away like feeling like a beast. Like You probably I, had a pocket full too, I hope. Oh, I'm not going to say anything. But, yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, yeah, but
0: I see those glasses, bro. Those are those
1: are Fendi glasses, aren't they? Right, right. <laughs> now, I, and the first show, all the comedians were late. All of them were late, and so I did damn near You an did thirty?
0: 30- oh, legit?
1: Yeah.
0: Holy, that late? What the
1: Killing fuck? it. So Killing it. Oh no Killing way. The whole time, son.
0: Yeah, that's my boy.
1: But then after that, I was way too tired on the next two shows. I was oh. Like-
0: <laughs> God damn! Three more shows. I hope they showed up on time, and you did like ten oh, to yeah, fifteen. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, they, they. So they showed up on time. Uh, like they showed up. No, they didn't show up on time. They showed up. On the first show, at like near the end, but I got them all up, um. So they all managed to do like all four shows, but it was like, oh man, I was exhausted. Like, Wait, so
0: you booked everybody for all four shows? Yeah, that that's why me. they were mad late. They were trying to reduce the time they had with it, like for yeah. the whole day. They're like, it's a three wow. o'clock. I'll show up at four. I'll leave at ten.
1: Probably be- is this too much work to like try to book like different comedians for four shows in like yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. It just like let if me you get them. Guys- if you get them physically,
0: it's like, OK, just stick around. OK, I know yeah. I got you physically here. Stick around now.
1: Yeah. Plus now with COVID, I didn't want to have like groups of people going back and forth, and back and forth. Like we already had like different audiences for every show. Um, Every show was sold out Um, and it was different audiences. We were at the legal limit. Um, So like I didn't want to like risk, like different comedians coming back and forth. I like was unnecessary like unnecessary exposure type of deal. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I don't want to book somebody who bombs and gives me Corona, like, I'd be so pissed. <laughs> That's a double like, whammy. Never, I'd be like, never ask me for a set again. You suck. You, were right. you, for that hour, were you bringing out everything you ever wrote, or were you going hard into no. the crowd? Um, I, I went into the crowd for sure. Like, I, like uh, I, my crowd work is pretty on point now. Um, yeah, because,
0: uh, man, you've been hosting hella funny shows, like, consistently hosting them since 2017, neck of the woods. I remember since Milk Bar, since 20, since I was there in 2017, you were hosting those shows
1: when you when you came, when you first started doing comedy, was I uh, a member or like was I still not? a member? No, no,
0: no. You were you were like kind of. And while I was in San Francisco, you became like a legit one. Yeah. Even before they fully inaugurated you into it, you were hosting shows. I remember you were doing work with them all the time.
1: Yeah, so like when I became a member, like before I became a member, they had me like working with them a lot. Um, they gave me a lot of opportunity, and they were slowly getting me into uh, into the fold. I didn't I didn't realize it, you know. People are like people are always like, oh, you're like part of company. I'm like, nah. They just give me a lot of opportunity. I work with them, and then Troy was just like, hey, I'm gonna make you a member. And then like the next thing I know, I'm a member. Um, and yeah, so I hosted a lot of shows, um, a lot of shows. A lot of shows you like we work with we uh, how many times did you do Cobs like I know I got you uh, Bro, on I, the did Cobbs, I did cops I did Cobs
0: for five minutes when I was in San Francisco in 2017 and then I did it for yeah. ten minutes when I came back in February with with y'all again so twice so gotcha. it's so only two
1: times. OK,
0: yeah. And I used I'm, to go to and I used to go to the punchline for Sunday nights to to get in line and, and do that one joke parade thing. <laughs>
1: I hated the joke,
0: parade. <laughs> yeah, bro. I almost stumbled one time. They're like, that dude's a fucking
1: he's not funny and he's this uncoordinated. Fuck. Yo, okay. man. Was it Kasim that was roasting you? That, my favorite part was like when they have like a, a comedian. It roasting- was, no, it
0: was. Uh, what's his name? Smalls. Mark Smalls, <laughs> Mark Smalls, Mark Smalls. I
1: think it was. That's my that was my, fa- that was my favorite, favorite part about Joke Parade. But I I only really hated. So this. For, for those who
0: don't know, uh, the Punchline San Francisco, their main club, which now is closed,
1: right? Uh, because of the Corona, yeah. But hopefully it will open back up. Oh, I thought it's...
0: they moved like a year ago. I heard they sold or no, they closed. No,
1: no, no. So they were um, they were in, uh, at risk of closing, but they managed to get it saved by Dave Chappelle. He came out and then like went to City Hall and then did like a whole speech. Um, and he did like a bunch of shows that week and got it saved. So, and he
0: gave him like all the money or something. I don't it's know. Like, oh, I, I'm not saying he did all that, no, but probably. okay, save punch. But Punchline is like that's that's like uh, yeah, Punchline's like the improv in San Francisco, it's it's the most respected one. Cobbs, I don't know. I'd say Punchline is probably more respected than Cobbs,
1: right? Uh, Cobbs is like its sister club, yeah. So, like, so um, when like I got I've, I've done like both clubs. Uh, um, I've done this Sunday showcase smashing every time I kill it every time. I'm a beast. Let me just say, look, for those of you who don't know me, you got to come to the Bay Area and see me do comedy because I am hilarious and I'm not tooting my own horn. I'm just saying, you know, I'm good. Um, yo, 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 yo. He's a fucking
0: yeah. solid comedian. I think of myself as a pretty decent comedian. And uh, this man works the crowd. This man works better than I do. I mean, you were in the game when I hopped in the game, bro.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, You were in
0: before me. All right. I'll just give you that time, you. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it, bro. but I, but you know, I'm swinging, bro. You saw me do work in that 10 minute set. I was like, ten oh, yeah, minutes. No, I, of
1: I saw that man. I'm not going to speak on it, but I saw it. <laughs> yeah,
0: but we went right next door to that bar right after
1: and I bombed. Hard. <laughs> oh man, it's all good. Look, I, uh, so the way you get in that, like the whole thing with punchline cobs, I love both of those clubs. Like I love, punchline because it's a small intimate club you can actually like see everything Cobb's is like a theater so you can see up to like i think 460 people as
0: as one of those clubs with the mezzanine where you have like 250 at the bottom and Mm -hmm. 150 or 100 could be seated at the top
1: yeah yeah and so the way like a comedian like for uh the progress of a comedian like um to get into those clubs like you got to show up on sundays at punchline every day every sunday for like um, six, eight months. Bro, I did it the whole time and I never got a set. The whole 2017 when I was did you there. you ever talk to Ron? Did you ever just be like, I hey, did, and he
0: goes, just got to keep showing up. Just got to keep showing up. <laughs> Every town, there's that guy. Every town, Toronto has that guy. Every town has that guy. Bro, the funniest thing is the guy who is, who does that, he's the same gatekeeper here in uh, Toronto for Yuck Yucks. His name huh? is Ron. There's two Ron's? <laughs> Bro, they're all Rons, bro. That's their fucking. They're all Rons, bro. Just every club. You gotta keep, you just gotta keep emailing. Them. Yeah, in in Toronto, you email every Tuesday. You just gotta um. keep emailing, and then they give one lotto spot. So all the open micer lingers. Twenty of them show up, put their name in the bucket, right? Yeah. But it's just you gotta keep showing up, man. You gotta keep showing up. But in Punchline, what's nice is even if you don't get up, all the comedians who are in the side, like hoping to get up, they do a thing at the end. Is it called joke parade or what is it called? Yeah, joke parade. Where they pretty much let every comedian walk up to the mic, say one joke. It's a lot of them do one liners or whatever. Yeah. And just walk the fuck off. It's almost like imagine a graduation style where people yeah. just like one, one. Oh, and they'd have a like a, a pro or semi pro in the back with a microphone just roasting.
1: Oh, and on stage too. They'd have like two, uh, two of the pros like doing that. And the thing is about that, it's like, um, they do that like, I think like once a month. And it's like an old punchline tradition. But for a comedian, like to really like move forward in the Bay Area comedy scene, it's like getting up on a punchline stage um, to do an actual set. That's what you want to do. You want to get up and you got to do good. You get, you think you do good two, three times and then you get up at Cobbs. They'll put you up at a showcase at Cobbs. You're in rotation. The gatekeeper's seeing you. And now you're getting ready for like an audition. You got to keep getting up all the time. So... I got up at Cobbs before Punchline. Stroy put me on on Cobbs, and then literally the next week, I got up at Punchline, smashed it both times, just killed it both times. What can I say? I'm amazing, you know? What? Bro, get off your own dick, bro. Fuck. I'm sorry, man. I'm trying to, but it's just too big. I'm literally <laughs> sitting on it right now. This isn't the chair. It's just like the whole thing. I I'm hope just, you didn't do this joke. <laughs> you know the mean? whole, whole like this isn't the joke, man. I'm just gonna straight These are facts,
0: nigga, man. Vegan, yeah. man.
1: Veganism makes your cock big. Hey, fact. Man, this, I, I, you know, I'm not. I'm humble. What can I say? You know, I'm very modest. You know what my, humble means, I'm, bro? Just, <laughs> it means being honest. I'm oh, being honest. Man. I'm being honest about my talent. I'm just that good, you know. Um, uh, but so. I've gotten up at Punchline many times. I've done that at Cobbs many times and like those clubs are amazing. Cobbs, Cobbs is like um, like Punchline is world famous. Cobbs is more like famous in the Bay Area. From what yeah, I mean. that, that, that's kind of what I meant. Like your
0: A-listers of the yeah. country, if they're in San Francisco and not doing a theater or arena, they're doing Punchline.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like Cobbs is also uh, great, but like Punchline is like um, there's Punchline's outside of like California. So there's like punchline Philly. I think there's punchline Sacramento as well in California. And I think outside of America there's like um punchline comedy clubs. I'm not it's sure. It's like an
0: A level. It's like, I think, I don't know. Is it
1: considered as the same level as an improv? Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and so like all the, like anybody who's anybody has come performed at punchline. Um, like if yeah, you you like, see the pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, it's Dave Chappelle's favorite club. Like he comes to the punchline in the Bay Area all the time. He loves that club. Like he even mentioned it in like his uh, last it's special. Yeah, yeah man, I
0: I saw Chappelle in the cellar. I actually almost I kind of that's the, the re, I don't know if I ever told you, but that's the reason I pretty much started comedy because I oh, wanted I to see. You. Oh, it's because of you. Yeah, man, like, man, he saw me. You're like, yeah. Oh, man, there's a guy. There's a guy in California somewhere, but I'm right now in Michigan and I know oh. there's a fucking
1: See, I thought you, came, I thought you saw me at the brainwash. You're know, like, oh my god, there's a Sydney's comedian doing comedy in a laundromat right now as I'm eating my cheeseburger and drinking beer. Bismillah, you know, I got. Bro, comedy. why
0: would I show up to the brainwash cafe if I'm not gonna do an open mic? See, Who you know, like what? When I met you was at the brainwash.
1: Like, yeah, bro, oh,
0: that is the thing I miss the most. That is something that every city should have. And I've never seen it anywhere besides the Brainwash Cafe. It is the beginning. It is it is a venue that starts the comedy of every night, six o'clock. Uh, there, there, there used to be a place in San Francisco called the Brainwash Cafe. It is a laundromat, cafe, bar and comedy club. It has a stage in the corner and Monday to Friday. Uh, actually, not Friday. So actually Sunday as well. Right. Sunday to Thursday, pretty much, I guess. Well now
1: none, none of no, those No no it closed
0: down I know it closed down but what was it back in the day it was Monday Tuesday Wednesday Th- Thursday at least
1: Yeah so like uh initially it was just like a couple days out the week when they first started before my time it was like um, Yeah
0: Tony Sparks he said he had it was, one day it a week
1: Yeah it was Thursday so Thursday was the day like everybody would come there on a Thursday night and then it be you'd only get like 3 minutes um initially when I when I first uh like Went to the brainwash. I was like, three minutes. I ain't, I ain't nothing. Then I went up there and I was like, man, shit, that was that, that was something, you know. Um, and then they gradually increased the time to like uh, a couple days out the week. Then like at one point they had it like every day. Um, then they got uh, bought out or something. Um, and now it's just it's nothing now. They're turning it into like a, a, tech a condo probably or, or some shit.
0: But that was the best, though, like I would be in the office in San Mateo and drive up to San Francisco uh, and just get there quick and try to get on that line uh, uh, get on that list. And then like all the people they'd run there, like I remember Joe Gorman, he'd be there always first so he could go do the shows after like all the really, really serious comics would be there really early so they could like get there early and continue the cycle of shows for that circuit of the night.
1: Hold on, we we can't say all the really a no, lot no no of, no no serious semi pros like, the semi pros you know like the yeah there's there's like a lot of people there that were just like straight up delusional and crazy and then they they did it you're like and then you're like oh man maybe comedy isn't your thing you know like
0: <laughs> but it was like sick I, to always it, was, it almost felt like a cla- it felt like the cafeteria every yeah. day you'd see the comics every day in the same spot you would start. And then every day would have their open mics in random places. Sometimes it would be the only open mic of the day, but every day you would come there. It was like school. It lit. It was the only time in all of my experience of comedy. It actually felt like school. The brainwash yeah. was
1: comedy school, bro. Yeah. And Tony Sparks was our teacher. Tony Sparks is a Bay Area icon. Um, one of the funniest, uh, actually hands down the funniest human being I know. I'm oh, live uh, right now. Has, oh, he's uh is, I hope he's doing well uh health-wise. I talk I him every him. Now and then. I talked to him every now and then. Um he's going to be like uh he was supposed to host our New Year's Eve shows. He always hosts our New Year's Eve shows like every year. Um he was supposed to host them this year, but then a the lockdown happened. So I think we're moving to a Zoom format. So we're going to try to get him on on the show. Um and so we'll see. But he's he's good right now, you know. Uh, Tony, Tony, I swear, is like Sudanese in some point in some way because he's he's diabetic also. (laughs) Oh, yeah, for sure. Tony's the guy. (laughs) Anybody I meet, there's anybody that I meet that's like diabetic. I'm like, oh, what? You're Sudanese? What? (laughs) Every every single person. Um, But yeah, so uh, like it, it was a great place. Like it, it really cultivated like uh, a lot of Bay Area talent, you know, Ali Wong uh, came from there. Ali Wong, Mosh Kosher, Hassan Minaj. They all started from the Brainwash Cafe. And if if you're a comedian like uh, you, you would have heard of the Brainwash. It's world famous, actually. It's very, very. That's why I feel like I lucked out, bro. I went in just for that. And right when I
0: left a month after I left it closed, I was like, damn, what a fucking what are the odds?
1: It was all your fault, man. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: Imagine, man, that guy, bro. Yeah, Uh, that fucking guy. Yo, I was going to ask. So what what's next? Once comedy comes back, do you what's your future comedy plans? Uh, Do you have any like L.A. hopes or anything? Because I know Stroy, Stroy Moyd. He went to L.A. for years and he told me uh, of the whole L.A. hustle. And that was back when L.A. was the place to go, which Mm -hmm. is no longer the case.
1: Well, I mean, like really, like you shouldn't leave until you have something like, so you have something, you know, I just like to leave and start over. It doesn't make sense. Like, um, so I right now, unless I have like a, something set up in L.A. or I'd have to move to L.A., like, I don't know, like an acting gig or a, a job where I get to work on production or anything like that, um, then I'm not going to go to L.A. Um, and, and same thing with like New York. If I don't have like something that brings me up there, I'm not going to just go. And start over because like I, I already started over once, like when I moved back from Humboldt and I came back to the Bay Area before you met me, I, I started out comedy in Humboldt and then I moved back to the Bay yeah, Area. You told me, yeah, and I had to start all over. And now like I had to climb back up to the top. Oh, uh, bro,
0: I, I, I started in Detroit. I barely got in the community, so I don't even count that as a start. I probably did eight open mics before I went to San Francisco. That was my first exposure to, yo, if you're serious about comedy, you got to do it every night. Yeah, so. So that was the first time. Then I moved back to London, Ontario, my hometown that has a tiny comedy community. I, I like took that over and like started running one of the only open mics. And then I moved to Toronto, which is now another big pool of aspiring comedians. So I had literally done this thing so many times that now I'm like, bro, I would never unless I'm like a, a, a comp unless I'm a headliner, bro, I wouldn't leave. You know, yes. I used to be like, bro, I'll do five years in Toronto and then I'll go to New York. I'm like, fuck that. Unless I'm like, unless I'm a headliner, would I? And what's the point of leaving anywhere anymore? Now that with yeah. the Internet and everything, what's the point? I'll just be the Toronto guy and tour into the states as needed, you know?
1: Yeah. So it's like um, right now for me personally, like and I'm 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 slow on the social media game. I'm getting on it right now. Like I see you're killing it on TikTok and stuff. So I'm getting into it right now. I'm posting on TikTok and Instagram, um, whether it's a stand up clip, or like a a sketch I'm posting like every week trying to get my numbers up. Um, And because like, that's how Stroy got, uh, what you call it? The the show like for when he went down to LA this last time was just because he has like, I think 60,000 followers on um, Instagram and those guys are fans of his. And then they called him and like all the stuff he's getting is like, uh, he's been doing this for years. He's been doing stand-up for years. And then like when he started getting on his social media game, which was like the last couple of years. Is when shit really started popping up. That's on. when like it, yeah, it really blew up. It re- like he really blew up because like people knew him from doing stand up. He's open up for Hannibal. He knows Hannibal and all this, and Dave Chappelle and he knows a lot of famous people. But once he once he blew up on social media, then he just he just went on a whole other uh stratosphere He's not even in the same like level anymore. Yeah, um, so, I love it, bro.
0: I love it, bro. Nothing like a good yeah. dude to get good shit, man. That's the best.
1: Yeah. yeah. And that like that's what that's what he was talking to me about when we were down in L.A. And that's why I'm not like playing. on am moving. It's just like he was just like we were just talking about it and he was telling me that I need to get keep on my social media game. and Keep that up instead of like moving somewhere and starting over. Um, especially now, like I, I know a lot of comedians. Now I, I, I have resources. Now I know like a production group that I can work with, I'd have worked with out here. So for me to go somewhere else and start all over, it's just too much work. So um, my, my, um, once comedy starts back up, of course, I'm going to be hitting the stage hard. Um, but I'm right now, I'm going to just keep focusing on putting out sketches, uh, videos, uh, finishing up my scripts uh, and then just keep working at that. Um, which actually, before I forget, does uh, you, your uh, roommate still have the video uh, of Cobb's years ago? Because I want to see if I, if is there, am I recording that? Oh, I, I,
0: I have it. I have it right here on this laptop that I'm talking to you on. I have that video.
1: You, you have. Is there? Am I on the video? Because I want to get it. I'm, I'm running out of clips, man. <laughs> I need to no, not, Why?
0: It's a no. It's a five minute clip. How would you be on the video, bro? You oh, weren't. I, you weren't even on that card.
1: I that probably night. was. No, no.
0: I was right. I got up, I'm sure. No, I don't
1: think you no, are you talking about are you talking about when I was there in February? No, no, no. Oh, wait, you recorded the one in February? No, I didn't. I'm talking about like the when 2017? you were seventeen. No, you weren't you weren't there. You weren't there that night. You sure? Yeah, Stroy wasn't even there that night. No, i I was with you when you were at Cobbs. I remember that.
0: Okay. I don't know if you got up though.
1: I usually get up. I don't I don't go well, I'm there not, bro, kind of I'm of not bigger. trying
0: to challenge you on the podcast. Bro, <laughs> you weren't even you know what I mean? But you were not in the video. I don't remember you going up, but you might have been there with me that night. The point is we did it in February and it was a sick show. That was the crazy funny Asians oh,
1: night, right? You know what? It might have been a, it might it might have been the night I came after a show to hang out, um, but I didn't get up because I actually remember that night. Because somebody thought I was uh, Bryant Hicks. I don't know if you remember him, but somebody thought I was him. Who's Brian and, Hicks? Uh, another black dude with glasses. He had he had a lot of hair. This is back when I had an afro. So somebody came up to me after the show, and they're like, oh, my God, you're so amazing. You're my favorite comedian. And I didn't <laughs> bother <buy> the crack him. <laughs> I was like, oh, thank you. And Brian <laughs> uh, <laughs> came up to me, and I was like, hey, that guy thought I was you. And he was like, no, he didn't. <laughs> and we looked. And we saw him talk to his girlfriend about me. He was like, that was definitely him. And he looked and he saw both of us and we just started laughing. That's
0: (laughs) so fucking funny, bro. I've been all the the time. Someone comes up right after. Where do I get rice? It's like, what (laughs) what aisle is rice? It's like, this isn't even a supermarket. Fuck.
1: (laughs) Yo, man. Like, I love Cobbs, man. Such great memories. Actually, since we were talking about Troy in his Instagram. um, So one time he promoted uh, the show at Cobbs on Instagram and uh, yeah, this is after you left. This is like way after you left. Um, I think this is back when I was still smoking and everything. Um, back You're when I was a little guy. Degenerate. Yeah, you had,
0: a, you had Marlboros right here under the sleeve. Newports, son, Newport.
1: Newports. you were fighting yeah. niggas and shit. I remember <laughs> yeah. So I can't I went outside, I was smoking a cigarette. And i looked to take a look at the line. I like looking at the line, to seeing like how many people are there and seeing if there's any fine women um, and look <laughs> to scare. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> And it's like yeah, a, I, looked, it. I looked at the line and I like immediately like I knew like almost everybody there was from Shroy's Instagram because they were all a bunch of niggas <laughs> all there, and it was so funny. I, I was looking at them. I was like, damn, they all came here for Shroy, and that show was fun. And at the end of the show, Troy told me like Cobb said that that was like the most chicken wings they ever sold in one night.
0: <laughs> you know? That's the funniest
1: is <laughs> there. Oh, my God. I, was, I was looking at that line. I was like, I'm not surprised, man. Was, <laughs> they ran out of chicken wings. <laughs> that's fuck
0: That's the hella funny night. We've been saying hella funny all all this episode. Hella funny is the comedy collective, uh, the run and like led by Troy in the Bay Area. It's called hella funny productions. Or I, hella funny
1: what? Hella funny. Yes, hashtag hella funny. Yeah,
0: um, part and of What it, were you going to say? And I help. <laughs> oh yeah, were you, what are you gonna say? I run that. shit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, um, I am, I am a part of it. You know, I am what you call uh, executive producer, I guess. I book the comedians. I would say silent partner, but you, know, you call it yourself no, if you want no. to call yourself. You know, I try, I try to keep it silent because I didn't want people hitting me up to do like the shows, but like people would be like telling everybody that I booked the shows, and that pissed me off because like I get so many whack ass comedians hitting me up. They'd be like hey, can I do your show? And I'm, I, it really sucks to have that. Like my, my mailbox, my uh, Facebook mailbox is so full of messages right now that I haven't opened in years because I just don't want to deal with it. People will hit me up all the time to do these to do these shows and it's so so annoying. So You're I'm not- the gatekeeper, bro. You're
0: like the Ron. You just got to start responding to him. Well, you just got to show up, you know? You just got to just got to show up. Nah, That's why that guy was saying it. that, you know? Just <laughs> no. just to feel <laughs> these I don't like him. Yeah,
1: I don't I don't want them to show up. I don't want them <laughs> yeah, to come.
0: Don't, don't show <laughs> up. <laughs> oh, don't show up. Yeah, you say you want to get the chance. I'll put you on a long list, but do not show up.
1: Yeah. And then when I tell people like for a while, I was booking almost all the shows for a while and then I stopped Booking all the shows, and then, then when people would hit me up for certain shows, I'd be like, "Yo, I don't book that." People would get mad at me, and they didn't believe me. I actually had somebody block me because, like, I took like a minute to respond to their message, and and like I saw their video, it kind of sucked, anyways. But I was gonna give them a chance. I just forgot to respond, and then when I went to go like be like, "Hey, I got a spot for you," they blocked me. I was like, "Oh, well, okay, never mind." Who blocks someone within a minute? That's the most is-
0: insecure shit ever. A minute. How did you respond within 60 seconds what the fuck yeah
1: yeah so it was like whatever like uh, like it's i don't i don't like uh booking comedians because first off i hate most comedians like like a good amount of them i just hate um not not, not not as people but as like comedians like i just i don't i think they're they're whack um i don't really think they're funny um and that's not because like i there's no like um i don't hate them but i just their comedy doesn't do it for me. It's just like, like I, I I watch their stuff and I'm like, man, this is kind of boring. Yeah. Um, and so I just don't, I don't like it's it.
0: It's dog eat dog, man. It's like, you can't, you, you're not,
1: I'm not going to have you come hang. You're a fun person, but it's like, yeah. And it's like, limited I don't spots. Want, yeah. And like, I'm not going to like, uh, give them a spot and then like not give it to a spot, give a spot to somebody who's actually like a great comedian, you know? Um, and it's yeah, not, it's like it's I'd not, rather
0: give the great comedian a spot again than than you won. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Until yeah. like until you've proven that you're uh, funny, and it's like we all all of us started like not funny. Oh, we've all bombed. Even now, we all bombed. But like uh, some people, um, they just haven't gotten funny, and so I can't book them because they're just not funny. It's like yeah, you're a cool person, but you're not. Funny. Just keep yeah. that and in that's
0: your That's hard to navigate when you like them and you've known them for a while and they've asked for a long time. And like, you're like, that evolution's not what it needs to be for you to book yeah. them. And you're like, that's hard, man. Yeah. Yeah. But well, it's, 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 it's what it is. is, is. We're coming up on that hour 20. Usually I ask some shit at the end, but I say, fuck it today, man. I got, I'm actually going to go drive Uber Eats after this, you know, get that. We got Boxing Day here today. So
1: what, 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 is, what is Boxing Day? What do you get, what, do, what does it do? It's like do you, Black it's Friday. Fun?
0: It's like Black Friday, but it's like at the day after Christmas. It's like the big sale day in Canada. Oh, but ever since okay. Black Friday and Cyber Monday got hype online and in the States, every retailer has sales here now. So it's like it doesn't even matter. It's all the same huh? shit. It's all it's we have the same stuff you have plus Boxing Day.
1: Well, that's pretty cool. Uh um, hey, I'll go get that money. Because-
0: yeah, homie shit, man. I hey, can't be making all that stand-up money like you, bro. I'll tell the people where to find you, man.
1: Hey man, follow me on TikTok and Instagram, uh Comic Ahmed. Um that's C O M I C A H M E D. Uh all lowercase, all one word. Just follow me. I got some cool stuff on there. And if you don't like it, well, fuck you too, man. Um, yo. <laughs> hell, hell yeah that. man yo one of the
0: uh one of the man i wish we were i wish times were just a little bit different we were a little bit more senior in comedy and it wasn't covid because bro if we i we could have put together the travel band tour a couple of years ago bro we could have been the travel band it could have been us iraqis like all the iraqi comics like just from the all the countries that got banned we could oh, have been that would have been the best tour great. Right? We can still do it. We can still do it. man. We can 100% still do it in, in a couple of years. I got to get my visa and shit, you know? All right, for sure. But I got to go pee, so. I'm oh, gonna yeah. G- shut up, this guy. I don't yo. I know you got to go. <laughs> I got to go. Yo, but as always, you're going to find uh, his social links in the description below. If you're listening, watching, whatever. It's all below from my end. Uh, wherever you're listening, just hit it with five star review. Click subscribe, interact, like all that stuff. And remember, okay, I really we'll gotta
1: this- go pee, man. <laughs> i hold this in for a while. Can I go this thing? Yo, the tell world? these people <laughs> peace, brother. All right, peace, guys. I gotta go. All right, <laughs> all right. peace to this man. Good seeing you, man. Go. It's
0: been a long time. Peace. This thing, this shit's still recording, but yo, I'll just end it there, yo. If you want to support the podcast, check out patreoncom the immigrant section. But from my end, that's it. Love y'all. And until next time, happy end of the year. I'll see y'all in 2021. Peace. This podcast
1: has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.